Welcome to the Eat Like a Mother podcast, where we take complicated topics surrounding hormones and metabolism and make them simple and applicable to your daily life as a woman. I'm your host, Castie Wellfell. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered to start taking radical responsibility for your health and lean into this body God created for you. Are you ready to eat like a mother? This podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not meant to be taken as medical advice. Please consult your physician before making any dietary or lifestyle changes. Hello, hello, and welcome back to season two of the Eat Like a Mother podcast. Y'all, I am so excited to be back here with you in this space. I was able to take a little bit of a break over the last couple of weeks with Thanksgiving and Christmas. Our Thanksgiving was just so busy. We flew back to Texas to spend a couple of weeks with our family. And so that was just nonstop, go, go, go. It was a lot of fun, but it was so freaking exhausting. And then we ended up staying back in Florida at home for Christmas. So we were able to rest and just be together as a family and really start to spend some time thinking about 2023 and really intentionally move into 2024. And with that, it really got me thinking about something that all of you are probably going to be thinking about as we move into the new year. And so I really hope and pray that this podcast is timely because I know that even if maybe you haven't intentionally thought about this, you've probably heard it or it's been at the back of your mind or maybe you've considered it in the past. And that is the idea of going on a diet or going on a cleanse to start the new year. Okay, so let's talk about this. Let's unpack this a little bit today. I kind of have a stigma against diets and that's because I think that diet culture has done a serious disservice to women. And so before I I talk a little bit about that, I wanna talk about what I mean by diet culture. When I talk about diet culture, I am referring to this propagandic bull crap that the media, that the schools, that society has put out to pressure women into making these extreme dietary changes. So it's really been the most present in like the 80s and the 90s. I feel like us 90s babies kind of got the brunt of it because if you grew up, you know, in the 80s, the 90s, you were so severely hit with all that is low, low fat, low carb, low calorie. All of these diets were glorified during this time and the ideal body type that was pushed was so ridiculously skinny. We saw it in all the superstars, we saw it in the models, in ads, everywhere. This was the ideal body type that was pushed everywhere on young impressionable women. And the problem with this is it puts an unrealistic expectation on women. And you you probably know this, you know, you've probably been told this by a mom or maybe a sister or maybe a close female friend that's told you, yeah, those, those women on the magazines or in the TV, that's unrealistic. But even with knowing that intellectually to be true, it still does something to our psyche when 
everything, not just, not just the women we see, not just the people we see, not just the advertising we see, but literally everything is geared towards eating less and being smaller. You know, we look at the nutritional labels of food. What do we see? We see the calorie content. We see, oh, this is low calorie, or we see the fat content, or we see the carb content. You know, we're, we're bombarded with this information to drive our decision making. And what this has done for women, what this culture has done for women has made us more concerned with a number, say a number of grams of carbs or a number of calories or a number of grams of fat, whatever. It's made us more concerned with that than the actual nutritional value of a food, than the actual nourishment that a food provides. And so because of this, we have moved away from consuming really nutrient-dense foods. In the last 30 years, there's been a move away from consuming dairy, which is super rich in vitamins and minerals, or carbs like lots of fresh fruit. I don't know, I don't know who started this rumor, but people that are saying that fruit is bad for you, I cannot even like that doesn't even make sense to me. Fruit I feel like should be untouchable. You know, fruits are known and should be known as super nourishing, but somehow along the way that has gotten distorted and people have stopped eating these really rich fruits because they're afraid of the carb content and started going for harder to digest foods like raw vegetables or going towards, you know, grabbing leaner chicken or leaner cuts of meat because we're afraid of the fat content. When the reality is for centuries, these foods like beef, meat, the eating the whole animal has been prioritized or consuming fruit, you know, these kind of things, people had a respect for where their food came from because food was not just a luxury food was about survival and that's wired into us as human beings we know innately that food is our survival and yet we make cheap decisions and what I mean by that is we take the cheaper route we buy the chemically laced food we buy food that's not as high up on the nutritional nourishment totem pole if you will and we cut corners. We stop prioritizing the nourishment value of food and start prioritizing numbers, calories, carbs, fats, protein, when really we need to look at the picture as a whole. And so stepping back from that idea, the same is true when we look at the diets that we pursue. And there is a lot of predatory behavior that goes on specifically especially in the beginning of the year there is predatory behavior around cleanses around diets around supplements that are geared towards evoking an emotional response from people to get them to buy whatever it is and you know i'm i'm a fan of marketing i'm i'm in the marketing business so i understand the reasoning behind marketing but there's a problem when the marketing comes at the expense of the overall health and wellness of 
a person. So when these companies are marketing a new diet plan or a new pill or a new medication that will give you X result and it comes at the detriment of someone's overall health and wellness, that is when I pose a problem. And so this January, when you are bombarded with these ads, with this marketing that tells you, hey, you need to go on these diets, you'll lose this amount of weight or get on this cleanse, you know, clean yourself out. I want to pose to you that there can be a different way. So first, let's talk about diets. I am almost never for any kind of diet. Number one, because diet is such a term that's just loaded with innuendo. It's a word that comes with a lot of baggage. When I think about diet, I think about just the choices that we make in our day to day. I don't think that any diet should be severely restrictive. I think that, you know, when it comes to choosing the foods that we eat, I think we need to learn to understand our body and how our body responds to the different foods. And I'm not saying going and getting a ton of testing done and getting all of these pokes to figure out what you're allergic to and what you're not allergic to. No, I'm talking about learning your metabolic markers, learning to read your body through your temperature, your pulse, your digestion, your sleep, your skin, all of these markers that are direct indicators of what is going on with your metabolic health. And if you've been listening through my podcast, you know, season one, go back to when I talk about why the heck the thyroid, go back to that episode and the episodes that I really talk more about the metabolism. But the purpose of this podcast is to let you know the metabolism is the driving force of every cellular process in the body. It is the mechanism by which you create energy. And so when you go on these extreme diets, it is going to pull from your metabolic rate in some way. How you can tell if a diet is working for you, if a certain plan is working for you, is based on how your metabolic markers respond. And you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I can assume that you are concerned with your metabolism. You're concerned with your thyroid health. You're concerned with your fertility. And so you want to support your thyroid. Well, how you know whether a diet is working for you is by looking at these metabolic markers. Look at your temperature. Look at your digestion. Look at your sleep. If there are any issues, specifically say in like your temperature or your pulse, your temperature doesn't lie. If a diet, if a meal plan is not working for you, it will lower your temperature and that doesn't lie. And so where a lot of people get messed up in their health journey is they try to do what everyone else is doing and they're not paying attention to their own metabolic markers. So I've said this before in prior podcasts, but what might be metabolically supportive for me may not be metabolically supportive for you. It's not doing anyone any favors by creating a black and white checklist of do's and don'ts, what you should and shouldn't be doing in the foods that you eat. What's important is to, number one, eat real food. Okay, let's start there. Start eating real food as close to God designed it as possible and then watch how your body responds. Become a stellar student of your own body. This, this radical responsibility that you take for yourself, this idea that you do not have to outsource your health to someone else is going to be so incredibly empowering to you. And it's a skill that you'll be able to take with you all throughout your life. So it's not that you'll 
do this diet and eat these foods and get this one outcome for right now. It's skills that you can take with you into every single season of your life because your nourishment needs are going to change depending on what season you're in. The requirement that you have for nourishment is going to be different when you are single and not trying to conceive, not breastfeeding, not pregnant. It's going to be different then than it is when you are going to menopause or when you're chasing around toddlers or when you have grown children. Your nourishment needs are going to change depending on the season. And so it's an unrealistic expectation to give yourself to assume that you can survive on the same nourishment demands in different seasons. So this year in 2024, instead of hopping on a new fad diet, just start by eating real food and start eating enough of it. And as you do that, you will be able to watch how your body responds. You know, if you're like me and you like to take notes and measure progress, then take notes, you know, take notes on how your temperature is raising, take notes on how your sleep is doing, take notes on your poop. You know, in my, in my full course, in my course, Fierce Fertility, I give you a metabolism journal that you can go through and you can document this yourself all in one place. You can print out the page, document it every day or every week and measure and watch how your metabolism improves over time because you will be able to know if your body is responding well to something based on these markers. And so it's important to learn these markers. Now that you know, instead of just hopping onto a next fad diet, you know, we want you to nourish your body with real food, watch how your body responds. I want to just touch on the idea of doing cleanses because I get questions about cleanses, you know, juice cleanses or a five day reset or a 15 day reset or, you know, whatever it is, fasting, things like that. And my personal opinion on this is if your liver is functioning optimally, there is no need for these cleanses every quarter or every year or, you know, biannually or whatever, whatever random timeline you make up that you decide you need a cleanse. My personal belief is you should be eating in a way that supports your liver, supports your thyroid, because in doing that, you are supporting your detoxification system. Your thyroid drives detoxification. It works very closely together with your liver and your kidneys. And so if you're eating in a way that supports your liver, that supports your thyroid, that supports your kidneys, and doing that very consistently every day, you know, you're not doing anything extreme. You're not cutting calories. You're not cutting carbs. You're eating real food as close to God designed it as possible. If you are doing that, your liver is not going to need a cleanse every quarter or every year or twice a year. You can eat in a way that supports your liver. You can eat in a way that supports your thyroid and not spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on the next cleanse. Or I I met someone recently that spends a thousand dollars a month on supplements. Like that's ridiculous. You should not be spending that much money on supplements. I mean, maybe that much on food, depending on the size of your family. But like, if you're going to spend that much on a cleanse or on supplements or whatever it is, like spend that on real 
nourishing food, buy half a cow, you know, get with your local farmers, support your local farmers and nourish the heck out of your body. So those are just a few of my thoughts because I know that this is going to be a pressing issue as we go into 2024. And I really don't want you to get caught up in the lie that you need to do something extreme in order to reach your health goals or your weight goals. You know, I know a lot of women are concerned when they start eating more calories, they start eating more carbs. They're concerned that they're going to gain weight. And and you might, you might gain a little bit of weight. It, it, everybody's body is different. Your needs are going to be different. But I talk about this in my metabolically supportive weight loss episode. You can also go back and, and listen to that. I'll link it in the show notes. The episodes that I recommend in this episode, I will link in the show notes for you to refer to. But when it comes to metabolically supportive weight loss, your body will not release weight if it is undernourished. You know, there is a epidemic of obesity in America, but obesity and malnourishment can coexist. And so you can be overweight, you can be struggling to lose weight and still be malnourished. My encouragement is nourish your body deeply, meet those metabolic demands, meet your mineral demands, meet your caloric demands, give your body what it needs. Once your body comes to a place where it feels safe enough to release weight in a healthy, sustainable way, that's where you want to be. So so don't rush into setting whatever resolution you have. You know, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in this amount of time. Don't do that. Make this your year. Make 2024 your year to stop setting unrealistic expectations on your body and just nourish your body deeply. I know I've said this a hundred times in this episode already, but I, if there's one thing you take away from my platform, from my podcast, from my Instagram, it's that healing does not need to be complicated. And that comes in all aspects of your healing. It comes in your cycle health, in your fertility, in your ability to conceive, in your ability to lose weight or maintain a healthy weight, in your ability to digest certain foods or your reactions to certain foods. Healing doesn't have to be complicated and so often we overcomplicate it and make it harder than it needs to be. Start with real food. So this year, a way that you can navigate your wellness and peace is just make it as simple as possible. Start with real food. Don't make these drastic resolutions that you're going to lose a certain amount of weight. Or you're going to go on these different cleanses or these different diets. Start with real food and work from there. That needs to be the foundation before you look at anything else. Thank you so much for joining today. I hope you really found this podcast encouraging as you move forward into the new year. I wanted to also let you in on a fun little challenge that I am doing on Instagram for the month of January, and that is the Fierce Challenge. By the time this podcast drops, I will have already shared about this on Instagram, but in case you missed it, how you can participate is by showing up in your stories, either taking your beef liver, so using your capsules, taking it raw, however you consume beef liver. So showing up in your stories, taking your beef liver, 
or using your Progestins Plus Essential Oil. And this is one thing that I talk about. This pair is an excellent pair when it comes to just starting the process of helping to support your hormones, support your fertility. And so for the month of January, use either one of these, show up in your stories and tag me at Cassidy.Wellfell and use the hashtag Fierce Challenge. Each post will get you an entry so you can have multiple entries into the challenge. At the end of the month, I will randomly draw someone from the pool of people. The winner will receive free access into my full course, Fierce Fertility, including all eight modules, all supplemental materials, as well as being a member of our private community where you can have continuing education. So. Be sure to participate in this challenge. Tag me at Cassidy.Wellfell using your Progestins Plus or your Beef Liver. Use the hashtag Fierce Challenge and I will add you to that pool and draw the winner on January 29th. See you next week, friends. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, would you mind leaving us a rating or review? I love hearing from you. So be sure to shout us out on Instagram and tag me at Cassidy.Wellfell and we'll be sure to shout you right back out. Let's get this message to as many women as possible. Until next time, friend.